I'm Gary Erickson. And I'm Tyler Hogue. We became best buds through the heavy music scene. And now we're doing a podcast, breaking down our favorite bands, albums, and shows. This is All Consuming Podcast. Well, welcome to what we are attempting as a live stream. Yeah. And probably record this and make it an episode, unless it just tanks and this is terrible, And but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so uh, thanks everyone for joining. We have some people on YouTube and some people on Twitch. That's right. We should make an, an actual all-consuming podcast Twitch instead of just using mine, you know? We, we, well, that, we definitely should if we up. continue this. Yeah. We'll see if people like it. If they don't, they'll just be like, yeah, I'll never watch this again. You guys are terrible. But, you know, first of all, let's just let's just give a shout out. Gary's got the uh, Sleeping Giant shirt on. And he told me that. What? I text him because we always do this. A Gideon? <laughs> or Gideon, excuse me. I have a Gideon. He has a Gideon shirt on. Um, but we always text each other um, before we record. Um, and we say, hey, uh, what are you wearing? <laughs> Just to, like make sure, you know, we got to be cool, you know. I like, have to say, Tyler, I'm married. Stop. <laughs> and it. so he said today he's wearing his Gideon shirt. So I was like, man, I got to have something band memorabilia. So I threw on the Sleeping Giant lid. You know what I'm saying? So what about your shirt? What's that? Ex- oh, my shirt. It's a Ken Griffey Jr. shirt. It's pretty sweet. Seattle. Um, in honor of baseball finally reaching a deal and coming back. So I'm pretty stoked. Right on. So you got like an icebreaker question or something? Or? Dude, I, I always have something for you. So here's my question to you, and I think people can relate to this. Like sometimes we, we in general, people in this scene, don't necessarily look like they would listen to this type of music, okay? Like if you look at you know somebody at their 9-to-5 job or whatever, how they dress. Now sometimes maybe, I don't know, maybe you're, you're rocking the band shirt and stuff like that. Um but a lot of times people, you know, they don't really think, hey, that guy listens to screaming angry music, um, right? And so, Gary, my question is, Yeah, we don't really is, dress that ever... way. We don't no, really dress yeah, that way but... anymore, you know? You don't have your diamond-studded exactly. belt and your skinny <laughs> jeans. and. So have you ever had a time where somebody was shocked or thought different, maybe, of you even, when they found out what type of music you listened to? I've had family members that were like, "What?" But I think I don't I don't I don't think so. I feel like I'm pretty open and vocal about what I listen to. Sometimes so like when we first started going to our church after we got married, we went to a community group and it was a pretty big one. It was yeah. like the one where all the married people went that didn't have any kids. So there was like thir- you know, 30 people in this house. But they go around and like tell us about yourself or something and I think I mentioned like I just went to a concert or something and they're like, I've never heard of that band. And I'm like, oh, they're Christian metal. And they're like, and you know, when I first meet people, I'm very quiet. I just sit back and like watch people to see, you know, judge people. That's what I do. I people watch, uh, (laughs) you just, but sometimes they'll just be like, okay, that, that makes sense. I feel like people that listen to that are kind of more withheld, but I don't think anyone's been like upset about it or 
Shock. The first response I always get when I say I listen to like specifically like Christian metal or Christian like heavy metal, they're like, yeah. "Oh, what do they do? Just scream Jesus the whole time?" Well, no. I mean, sometimes some. kind of <laughs> <laughs> some might. You know, we did the Bloodlines episode and they just yelled Yahweh, right? Um, yeah. No, there's more lyrics than just Jesus that they say, right? Um, but for me, I've had a few. I had one today, dude. I had one today. Okay. So one of my students, yes, yeah. One of my students was like, "Mr. Hogue, like, what type of you know music do you listen to?" And I was like, "Well, it's heavy music, you know." Like she's like, "Heavy? Like, what do you mean?" I was like, "Well, they scream like screamo, like heavy Christian music." And she's like, "What?" Um, and so she's like, "You look like the type of person that would be listening to like Disney soundtracks by yourself." In your car. <laughs> That's well, the vibe actually. I give off. <laughs> okay, when my kids are in the car, sure. But, like, that's that, is that the vibe I give off? That I, like, listen to Disney soundtracks? That's not... That's, I, 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 like, I would think, like, maybe folk or indie for you. Okay. I don't know, maybe it's just, like, the way you dress and... I don't know. I wouldn't say country, but maybe like pushing it. Okay. Pushing the country boundary. Yeah. So so we were, Gary and I, this is funny. Last time we, a few weeks ago, we went to the uh, August Burns Red Kill Switch Engage show. And we were driving to the show. And Gary's like first song he wanted to show me on the ride to the venue <laughs> was <laughs> a cover by from Our Last Night of Surface Pressure from Encanto. Yeah, and. Dude. It was such. It was that's such a dad move, man. Well, because we're always like trying to like get each other's kids interested in heavier music, so it's like, yeah. have you heard this? Show this to your kid. Try the try this one, you know. Yeah. So I have to say this. So heavy metal prophet on YouTube, he said in response to like when you t- tell someone you listen to Christian metal or Christian heavy music, they always respond by saying, "Oh, so you listen to Skillet." Right, like that is always the response, right? They think of like the mainstream yeah. metal, and that's who it is, you know. Um, or when you say you listen, to, like, yeah. oh, I listen to heavy music, they're like, oh, like Five Finger Death Punch. I was like, well, Gary does, but that's I mean, a su- not me. <laughs> that's a super common one. Like they would always say, you know, oh, really yeah. heavy stuff. So Slipknot and Five Finger Death Punch. And yeah. I say, yeah, yeah, that's funny. There's been a lot of times though for me. Like, that's what you, that's what you listen to. I I don't know. There was one, another one at school. This is weird. Um, But we showed this one video, like in this, like, it's called navigation. It's supposed to be like social emotional learning. So I have some stories about people have gone through things, you know, and it was the lead uh, vocalist for the band Vanna. Do you remember them? They're like metalcore Vanna. It's been a while since I think they put out something. Um, But like at the end of the video, they're like, we want to hear this, this guy's music. And I was like, you do. Well, cause this is the type of music I listen to. And I played it and they're like, yeah, you need to turn that off. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that is crazy. That type of music. And, um, they were all like, they're like, that's what you listen to. Mm. Yeah, man. Come on. It's like, I don't know what happened, but I feel like when I was in school too, like rock was more more popular now it just seems like everyone's listening to rap right yeah or maybe like country lo-fi and edm 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we dabble in that. We dabble a little bit. Yeah. So, Tyler, what have you been listening to <laughs> the... lately, dude? Oh, what? You got Oof. someone say something? Yeah. Uh, Jeremy said uh, the next TikTok I do um, is going to be me sitting in the car just listening to A Whole New World from Aladdin. <laughs> um, I only know the girl part. I can only sing Jasmine's part, so someone's got to be my Aladdin. <laughs> uh, I'll practice. I'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, okay. What have I been listening to lately? Shoot, man, I've been listening to a lot of stuff lately outside of Disney songs. Um, but for the most part, like what I'm listening to right now is Dark Skies by Fit for a King in preparation for Saturday. Yep. Gary and I are going to go see Fit for a King and Silent Planet, so we're pretty excited about that. Yep. Um, also, I am going back and listening to uh, Close Your Eyes. We will overcome that album yeah. a lot right now. Um, Gary and I, it's hard to say, for about two years of our friendship while we were in college, we thought Close Your Eyes, the We Will Overcome album, was like peak music. We thought it was like the best music ever written and all music should be like that. And we played it so much. And we were so upset when there wasn't like <laughs> tons of people listening to them. Yeah. We're like, you don't know who Close Your Eyes is? Yeah. But they got kind of popular. They did. I mean, I feel like they got really popular after Shane left. Like, that's when like a lot of our like friends were their like, stuff with Shane. Yeah. Because, like, some yeah. of our friends were like, uh, we should go see Close Your Eyes sometime. We should, you know, they they need a tour and come up to the Inland Northwest and all that. And we're like, yeah, we'd see them, but Shane's not there anymore. Like, yeah. But, yeah, missed out. It's Tyler and I did get band. to see them. That's really cool. So, bucket list item. Yeah. We saw, we saw them uh, with, like, four other people were there. No one really even knew them at this point. It was like... Gary knew them because he read an article about them or something, and we went, and it was just, uh, it was just felt like it was just almost just us there watching. It was almost a private show for uh, the future All Consuming podcast. Yeah, half the people in the pit were the bands that opened for them. Yeah, so it was like you know maybe yep. maybe six or seven people from Spokane, and then like ten people from that were touring with them. But yeah, and we. <laughs> And we knew every word to every song. And they let us. They just put the mic in our face. They were, like, pretty surprised that we knew all yep. the lyrics. <laughs> but, yeah, that was awesome, man. Okay, what have you been listening to? A lot of stuff. So I also have been listening to Fit for a King, not Silent Planet. But I've been checking out Hollow Front because they're opening for Fit for a King. And they have, they have pretty good music. Yeah. They're kind of like a mix of, like, Wage War and fit for a king um they do swear some and so those songs when my kids around i'm like skip can't listen to that one but yeah i think they'll be good live they they seem like they put on a good good show but i'm mostly there for fit for a king i'll watch garrett speak scream that's kind of how it sounds <laughs> live anyway but uh the other stuff i've been listening to there's a new band that came out in February, called Plead the Widow's Cause. And I actually 
found them because they posted something in one of our Facebook groups that we're in together, Tyler. And uh, so I was kind of yes, yeah. And uh, then I think Kingdom Core posted a thing too, like that same day that I found them. Uh, you know, check out Plead the Widow's Cause, but uh, I really like them. They're like a post-hardcore, probably like early two thousand style hardcore stuff. Um, it's hard to like think of who they sound like, but. And I also found a new band to me. Uh, Corey Brandon from Norma Jean has a side project. Oh, yeah? Called Hundred Sons. And it's like a two-man band. It's him and some other huh. guy. But uh, it's 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 all right. Every time I hear Corey, I think like this needs to be way heavier. But it's kind of like what uh, Norma Jean did for a few albums. They're softer, more rocky vocals. So it might be up your sure. alley because I know that's where you really like them oh man yeah redeemer is like my my favorite norma Jean album by far it's so good i i, I was actually listening to it recently um but that's interesting I, i'm actually kind of disappointed like really disappointed that you didn't send that to me usually gary is like up on he always sends me new music i send you stuff all the and time and he brought it up a new band he brought up a new band right now hundred sons that I've never heard of, and he never sent it to me, dude. What the heck? You're my Spotify, bro. Actually, I think someone else on Discord posted it and was like, here's Corey Brandon's other project. Has anyone heard it? And I was like, what? I don't know who did it. Oh. So if someone wants to take the credit, now's your chance. Got to move this down. Uh, the other stuff I've been listening to, <laughs> so some of you don't know. Actually, all of them don't know, except for our moderators. Uh, Tyler and I were just on the Kingdom Core podcast. Yes, two days ago. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that two days they, ago, yeah, we were on the Kingdom yeah, Core podcast. One of the things they asked us to do was to bring three albums that were like a big impact on our life, which led me to ask on Discord, like, what's what's the one album that was like had the biggest impact? So it was really cool seeing like everyone's like opinions and stuff of like. This album for this reason, this one, that one. Um, but yeah. So the three I brought. <laughs> sorry, I, was, I yeah. saw a notification pop up and got distracted. Uh, <laughs> was So in the order that I gave them was Blindside Silence. So I've been listening to that a bunch because nostalgia. Dead Poetic New Medicines, which is also right here. Um, and Haste the Day, Ooh. Pressure the Hinges. Those are like my three that I picked. It was a super hard time to pick. I had like 10 of them and I just kept switching them out like all day long until right, right, probably like an hour before we got on the call with them is when I made my final decision. But what about you, Tyler? What, what were your three that you picked? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I right away, like when they told us to pick three, I just gave Gary, Gary like three real quick. And they were all within like, what did I say? I said I was like, uh, Breaker, Messengers, and with roots above. What was the third one I said right away? Yeah, with roots above and branches below. And he's like, so you're gonna pick three albums within. Yeah, they like all came two out like the same. Other. My life changed a lot those few years. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't know. But those were like super influential to me. And the question, like, the more I thought about, it, the more I was like, oh man, like. 
it's 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 really interesting because like my musical taste has changed a lot. I think even from when I got into like the heavier stuff. We just went to uh, the Killswitch Engage show, Gary and I, and uh, we watched Killswitch. And we were pretty stoked, you know. But afterwards, we're like, man, it's it's weird because like back then when As Daylight Dies came out, like that album still yeah, rocks, yeah, totally. right? But it's just it's not what we listen to anymore. Right, it's not necessarily the genre. It's it's way closer to rock than what we listen to or radio rock, um, and so like we've had all well, they. Ha- I mean, a few of them were on the radio, exactly. Like actually on the radio, and now our our music taste has even shifted from that. It shifted from what we listened to in college, and it continues to change. We were talking about impending doom recently, like how on our impending doom episode we talked about how we couldn't fully really appreciate them because we weren't like as big of fans as we are now. You know what I mean? And so I remember a few songs from the impending doom show we went to, but now like I've become such a big impending doom fan. It's like, man, my musical taste has continued to move towards maybe even that like death core, hardcore stuff compared to just the metal core. Right. And so this question they asked this, what's the most influential album or three I, I continue to think about it. now. I wasn't broken like Gary was broken for like three days. <laughs> Every day I'm like, I don't, I can't do this. Yeah, I was like sitting in the kitchen. I, it was like at work. I was well, supposed to be at work, right? Working. I went upstairs and refilled my coffee, and I'm just like sitting there, leaning on the counter, just staring at the floor. And my wife's like, "What you thinking about?" And I was like, "I have no idea what albums I'm gonna pick. Like this is an impossible question because I could pick stuff that's like." come out recently that is like you know influential to me i'll say or like yeah. it like i don't know it was like something i really liked but it didn't like impact my life or make me change my taste in music kind of stuff so that's why i had to sure. go to like the older stuff stuff that got me into the scene i think you know yeah and so when i i did it like i tried to like i guess like separate the years a little bit so i went for um plagues from the devil wears prada which i mean that was the first time i heard them uh with that album uh and then i chose breaker from four today and we will overcome from close your eyes as my three most influential um and i could have you know i was i was going back and forth with uh um August Burns Red Messengers because that definitely was huge for yeah. me too, but I ultimately left it out. <laughs> Gary was stressing about it a little bit, and uh, he then he texted me and he's like, "So you got yours picked out? You're ready to go?" And he said he's changed his a bit. Maybe he's gonna go with Pressure the Hinges. And I text him and I said, uh, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with um, Attack Attacks album, the one with Stick Stickly on it." And <laughs> And he, this is where I get like, I'm just so like kind of upset. He completely thought I was serious and he right away responded. He's like, so are they, you know, they kind of want us to have Christian bands. Are they Christian? I know two, I know some of the members are, if that's what you want to do, you know, choose that. And he's like giving me all this like feedback and I'm like, bro, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Attack, attack. A great band. Like I love their stuff, but no, I didn't choose attack, attack. I wasn't in the mood for jokes, Tyler. <laughs> I had other issues going on in my brain. Yeah, so it was fun. I, I, I'm pretty excited to, to see uh, 
how that episode turns out. The whole time I felt like we were just laughing the whole time. Just having having a blast, which we do anyways. We're funny, right? Garrett, Garrett doesn't like my jokes, but overall he thinks I'm a funny guy. <clears throat> I like that other people like your jokes. So Perfect. There we go. Yeah. So I think we should talk about the show we went and saw. Um, my first show I've seen since the pandemic. And we went and saw um, Light the Torch was the first band. Then August Burns Red and Kill Switch Engage. What were your like overall thoughts of the concert or anything that stood out to you? Um, so I've never seen Kill Switch or Light the Torch. Um, uh, August Burns Red was tons of fun, and they you know played as good as they always do, and I think they stole the show. Um, uh, Light the Torch was interesting. I liked hearing them live. Um, they they did a great job at sounding like the album. And uh, Kill Switch was great. Uh, I've never seen them, yeah. so you know. But a lot of their stuff they played. So they, they it was it was for their new album, but they played like I don't know, maybe three songs from every album. And so when they played their older stuff, I was like, yeah. "Sweet, this is awesome." When they got to As Daylight Die songs, I was like, "This is great." When they played their other stuff, like I caught myself yawning. I'm like, "Am I getting old?" Like. But, you know, looking around in the crowd is filled with guys with their girlfriends. And, like, the mosh pit was pretty weak. And, uh, you know, it's just a different crowd than what August Friends Red has. You know? What, what about you? What are your yeah. thoughts? Well, we were standing at the uh, kind of the back of, like, the floor area for Light the Torch. And I look over. And the music's already started, right? Look over at Gary. And he's got earplugs in. <laughs> he has earplugs in his ears and I was like man what a loser <laughs> at first and then, <laughs> and then by the end of it I'm like oh, I'm never forgetting earplugs in my life again and this was the first time where I was like oh my gosh I need earplugs I'm old it's not an age thing man so right? the knitting factory dude kind no, 50, of is 50 chance at the knitting factory that the mixer has a clue and he does it right the other half, sure. they're just like, make it as loud as possible, and if the speakers like rip people's eardrums, it's okay. And I've I've gone to a show there, the one from when we were super young, as they lay dying, Demon Hunter, War of Ages, you know. Like, afterwards, my ears rang for yeah. like two days. And ever since then, whenever we go to the knitting factory, I bring some kind of like earplugs. Yeah. Just like minus 20 or minus 30 it's, dB. It's smart. But and like for August Burns Red, I had them out on one ear, and so because their mix was all right. Yeah. And Kill Switch, I took them both out because it was yeah. obviously they mix it for the headliner, so the headliner should be the cleanest right. sound, and it shouldn't be like you know 130 dBs. But yeah, thanks yeah. for thanks for making me feel. You say it's not an age thing, you know. You say it's not an age thing, but. Like when we were in our like low to mid twenties, we weren't thinking about ear. We weren't thinking about yeah. earplugs at all. We were thinking about like every other thing in the world. And now you're you're totally right because at the end I was like, man, my ear, my left ear was like popping, like it was weird. And then the whole time when I saw you with the earplugs, 
I was like thinking in my mind, I'm, I'm going to be deaf <laughs> after this. How can I do a podcast if I can't hear Gary? How can, how can I do a music podcast if I can't hear it in my left ear? And so, and so now I'm never going to forget uh, earplugs again. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, <Great topic>. okay. <laughs> overall thoughts though, outside of outside of the earplugs. <laughs> overall thoughts, like it was good to be back. Um, it was good to be back um, in like it was a different crowd for a Killswitch Engage show than I typically see for a metalcore show, right? Or like a deathcore show. It was a lot older, you know? It seemed like the average age was probably like late to, you know, early late 40s, early 50s, right? Um, and, you know, but it was still good to be back at the live shows. I liked August Burns Red the best. I've seen them so many times, and every time I'm just blown away with how good they are. And man, yeah, it was just fun. It felt like they barely played. I mean, because we always see them on headlining tours, and they played like ten yeah. songs, and it was over before yeah. we knew it. I I really yeah. liked. Uh, so when August Burns Red was up, uh, probably halfway through their set, right before they did their you know Legend of Zelda song, uh, he's like, "Raise your hand if you've never heard of us before." And we like turned around, and pretty much yeah. everyone's oh, yeah. hand is up. And Tyler and I are like, "Really." really yeah so then from then on whenever breakdowns were coming and like we knew and we were in the pit sometimes we we're usually on the edge but we were in it a few <laughs> times but we'd be yeah. yelling like here it comes get ready just to tell people like <laughs> this is the part that it's happening yeah but that was that was a ton of fun and it was super surprising to to see how many people didn't have never heard of them yeah and it was it was cool because the people that did that were there for August Burns Red, we yeah. made connections with those people. There was this one guy, dude, and I so I was Shirtless so upset dude. at him at the beginning. He took his he had his shirt off. Yeah, he had his shirt off. And every time he was pushed into us because we're at the edge of the pit, dude, my whole arm just soaking wet from his his sweat. And I was like, dude, get away from me. And he's like leaning on me. But then like when we started getting into the pit, and like especially I noticed when Composure they played Composure. We made eye contact in the pit, me and the shirtless guy. And now you're hosting a podcast together. We both <laughs> knew the words. Dude. <laughs> and it was Gary. No, it wasn't Gary. But, like, we made eye contact, the shirtless guy and me, and we looked at each other, and we were both screaming the lyrics together. And from that point on, he was my favorite dude at the show. It was so fun. And there was those, there was those few people, not few, there were still quite a few, people that yeah. knew, like, word for word all the songs. And we are going crazy with them, and that was that was super fun. <laughs> I remember though um, uh, when they played Defender, and I, that's why I was stoked for the whole time, right? Like we we're walking to the show, we're we we're driving the show, and the whole time, you know, Gary asked me, "What are you excited for?" I'm like, "Well, when they say deliver the sentence, who will deliver the sentence?" Like that's that yeah. is going to be my favorite part of the show, and I made a effort when that part was about to happen to just go absolutely nuts in the pit. And I did, and it was awesome. It was better than I, <laughs> than I even expected. Right. Uh, and so it was, yeah, really I went cool. in for, so fun. I don't know, probably four of the songs, but Mariana's trench, I was wearing my Mariana's trench shirt. So I felt like I had to be in the pit. So yeah, I went in yeah. there for that one. And afterwards, you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm tired. I haven't, 
I've been sitting at my desk for work, this same desk, right, for two years, barely moving and not working out, not running like I used to. And man, I felt it. So I need to start running or something because after that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Immediately after the, the August Burns Red set, right, we were with our friend Ryan too. And we all, right when they finished their song, their their set, we all were like hands on our knees, like breathing heavy. <sighs> I think we need to take a break, guys. <laughs> and we we're just sweating, right? And it was like we were the in, we were in the pit maybe for four songs, right? Four of their ten songs or five of their ten songs. But it wasn't like we were consistently just going nuts. But we just weren't in yeah, pit yeah. shape, man. <sighs> So here's here's something they said at the show that uh, I, I that Tyler was super surprised and maybe you listeners will be surprised too. So August Burns Red says, well, it might have been their last song or second to last song. But they said, this is a new song. It's the heaviest song that they've oh, yeah. ever written. And Tyler and I look at each other like, what mm. what could it, what's their heaviest song that they've ever written? And like, that they intentionally wrote to be the heaviest. And for those of you that want to take a guess, it was Blood Letter. And Tyler was like, what? Mm, Blood uh." Letter, yeah. But the pit did go nuts. I feel like they made that for the pit. They did. Like, yeah. Dude, and here's the deal. Like, I like that song, but once they said that, now it's one of my, like, I've listened to all the time. It is their heaviest. I know you made that real with it. At first, like when they said it, I was like, "No way!" And I made I made our recent reel, the separate ways journey music video reel. Like it is heavy. It's so heavy. It starts off heavy, right, and then the end is just awesome breakdown. Yeah, there. We were we were both surprised when they said that, though. Well, and I think we knew the song the next song because we looked at the set list and we were prepared, but we were like, "Really." I never really thought about like what's their heaviest song, you know, because they're all that way. But so we've mentioned before in the past that when Tyler and I are on the edge of the pit, at least especially for hardcore shows, when there's lots of fists and windmills and flying kicks, we stick our fists out, right? To keep like at least arms distance away from us and the next dude from getting hit in the face. This one wasn't that necessary because it was mostly just shoving and running because, you know, a kill switch crowd, not an August Friends Red crowd. But uh, there's this dude, he's probably super drunk, but we had our fists out and he's like in the pit and he stops and looks at us and comes up to give us like a fist bump because he thinks like, he's like, bro, and he like goes to give us a fist bump and he just gets taken out. He just disappears. And we're like, where did he go? Poor dude. Yeah, it was hilarious. Dude, that was so funny. See, we learned that at the Haste Today Farewell Tour in, in Portland. We yeah. saw him at the uh, Hawthorne Theater. And up to that point, we haven't been to a show where we had so many people literally just throwing punches at yeah. every direction, right? And roundhouse kicks and just craziness, right? And so we see these people with their with their arms out, you know, fists, fists uh, closed. And we're like, that's a really great idea. And ever since then, like... Obviously, our yeah. arms just get and, hit with yeah, punches yeah. rather does not than feel, our faces. Like, as soon as you get hit in the ear, so you're like, you look around, you're like, oh, people have their fists out, so that doesn't keep happening. 
Yeah, big yeah. difference. But, but overall, it was so much. It was fun yep. to be there. You it was know? a lot of fun, and we get to go again. And then we get to go again, again in a few more weeks after yeah, that. Yeah, I'm excited for Fit for a King, obviously. Yeah. But being the Dark Path tour, we already looked at the set list because we do that type of stuff. They're playing every song off of Dark Skies except for two. Right. What two are they not doing? Ah, gosh. Sorry, put you on the spot. I knew you were gonna do that. I just felt it. I'm sorry. They're not playing. Got it right here. They're not playing Anthem of the Defeated and Youth Division. I'm okay with not playing Anthem of the Defeated. I think that was my least favorite song on that album. Yeah. But overall, that's. I mean, that album. Death Grip's great, right? Um, but I think Dark Skies is my favorite Fit for a King album, so it's pretty cool they're going to play basically the entirety of it. And the songs are going to play off the path overall are, are good, right? I mean that's yep. going to be that's going to be exciting too. They do play Gary's favorite song. I think they're going to play Gary's favorite song off the path, which is what Gary? <laughs> Locked in my head. Yeah. Locked in my head. It's obviously yeah. not my favorite, but we're. Gonna, It'll be in the we're middle. We're going to go hope. so hard. We're going to go so hard when that song comes on. <laughs> Locked in my head. Right, just go crazy, man. It's not butt rock. It's not butt rock, dude. Yeah. No, I'm excited for it. I think, I mean, I thought this after the first time I saw them. I was, I've only seen them once before. And I looked at Gary after their, their set and said, I think that's the heaviest band or heaviest show I've been to. Um. And then he said, bro, you've been to a pending doom. It's not the heaviest show you've been to. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But, I mean, I just felt like it was so heavy. And, like, I'm excited because they're playing Shattered Glass, which is probably my, like, go-to Fit for a King song. So excited about that. Um, I was hoping that they play something off their older stuff, but it looks like, I mean, they're not. It's Dark Path Tour, right? Which yeah. is okay. Death okay. path, just death grip and <laughs> the path. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. They they did great uh, when we saw them for uh, whatever tour that was with August Burns Red. Not Constellations, but what the was one that was one? like two months before that. Dangerous. Oh, tour? it's their that album. Yeah, Dangerous Tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I was surprised. So I saw them after Slave to Nothing with like Wolves at the Gate, Gideon, and the Ghost Inside. Yeah. Um, and it, it's like a night and day difference between that show and venue and, and the show that we saw. Like, yeah, and, and they just do a great job with their production. Like, they, they do great sound. Very thick, heavy, meaty, bassy tones. You can put earplugs in, and you're gonna feel it in your bones. You yeah. don't. You don't need to hear it. Uh, and I think that's why you're like that had to be the heaviest thing because everything's like so low tuned and yeah, yeah, it was good. And I love it too because like, my... oh, go for it. I was just gonna say our buddy Bobby is gonna come. Yeah, and that was like yeah. his first time ever hearing Fit for a King, and he was like, "That's my favorite band." like never heard them just saw them live and he's yeah. like i have to have it 
but that's awesome. I feel like too. What's great about Fit for a King is uh, you have these choruses that are pretty catchy, and everyone can sing to, right? And so, like, when they have these huge choruses and everyone's singing together in the pit, it's a little bit different contrast, right, to an ABR show or something like that. Um, but man, it's just cool because you looked around and when everything means nothing came on. Like everyone is just singing it and like belting it out, and it's going to be the same Saturday, and that's going to be like some yep. part of the, like the the fun, you know. Yep. So I think we're going to do like a Q and A really soon. So if you have a question that you've been dying to ask us, and to yeah. make you know put us on the spot live, if we choose to read it, we'd like some feedback for sure on this. If this is something that people want us to do on a monthly basis or something, like, I mean, I had fun. And I'm pretty sure you had fun. I mean, it'd be cool to continue doing this. So some feedback would be cool. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll do this. We're hoping to do this, like, as a monthly thing. The plan is to, like, have it be, like, a talk about what we've done in the past month for the podcast, for concerts, what we listen to, and just general direct communication with us. Yeah. So if you haven't already, and if you like what we're doing, like us on Instagram. Uh, go to our link tree for our Discord. Super awesome community. And Gary, if they want to buy us a cup of coffee, what should they do? Uh, here's my address. You can mail it here. No. <laughs> yeah, become a patron. Support us. Uh, we use the money to pay for getting better cameras, uh, mics to pay for this streaming service that we're using, Riverside, and stuff like that. So, yep. Thank you for listening.